Do you ever find yourself confused when it comes to health and fitness? Have you been searching relentlessly on the most effective ways to achieve your fitness-related goals, only to find yourself even more frustrated? Well, we've got you covered. It's time to learn from the best, shorten your learning curve, and truly understand how to achieve your goals without spinning your wheels and wasting precious time. Welcome to the Minimum Effective Dose Podcast. Welcome back to the Minimum Effective Dose Podcast. My name is Mike Perry, and I am here with Brett Jones. And Brett, we just had a a pretty fun weekend, didn't we? I had a great time. Um, Great pizza. What was that place called? Diggies Diggies. Pizza in Westford, Massachusetts. Oh, man. Dude, that place is Chicago style with the extra pepperoni. Oh, I know. Don't you see now I'm like, I'm starting to like, you know, get the the mouth watering here. It's not good, but but yeah, really, really good stuff. But you can make it happen. Yeah, you not could, today. Not today. I can't. I, I got to wait till the next time I'm in your neck of the woods. It's like so the it's, uh, it's worse for me. It's like the you said I ruined you with the beer up here because um, every yes, time you did. Up here, I give you some yummy beers and you're like, dude, the beers aren't like this back in Pittsburgh. I'm I'm ruined. I'm ruined. I I go get an IPA now and I'm like, yeah, it's all right. Yeah, it's well, it's, it, it's no treehouse. It is not. I know Trias is pretty good, but um. So guys, listen. Today is the uh, it's the twenty second of November, and uh, we're just getting ready to move on to Thanksgiving, and uh, we are going to be taking the rest of the year off. Um, it's a busy time of year for both of us. Um, and we also need to get ready for season three. Is it season three or four? Oh, what are we on? Four? I have no idea. I was just going to say how many, how many episodes? How many episodes know. have we actually I don't recorded? Know. I a have lot. No idea. Whatever yeah. the next season. We'll be in January. This shows how much I really keep track of this stuff. Um, and we wanted to, uh, you know, take some time to think about some new ideas or some new topics, but we wanted to get your feedback as well. So, um, you know, you, you can always find us, <clears throat> shoot us some, some questions on Instagram. And uh, if there's anything that, pardon me, you'd like to discuss, um, please let us know. I mean, we, you know, we, we know what we know, but we always want to, we always want to hear from different people and discuss new topics. So, um, that's something that we're going to be working on and, uh, amongst some other things, but, uh, but anyways, yeah, we're going to be taking a little bit of time off, but, uh, we want to kind of talk about the year in review and that's what we're going to do today. And, uh, we'll, we'll, we'll discuss several different topics, but it's kind of a wrap up gives us a little bit of time to, uh, you know, rethink our direction and have a little bit more fun and try to get some different guests, et cetera. So, so how was your year, Brett? You know, I start every year thinking I've got a whole year uh, to get stuff done. And then I get to this time of the year and I'm like, where'd it go? It's, it's gone already. Um, I've got my NATA research to do. I've got uh, a lot of, um, you know, online CEUs to accumulate so I can get that done. Um, but you know, overall it's been an interesting year. Travel came back a little bit. Uh, I've, I've been a few different locations, um, been busier than I can really handle, um, in, in a lot of ways. And, um, but you know, overall a, a good year, it's been, been interesting. Had my three year scans, uh, back in May had a eczema and allergic reaction flare up that, uh, came about from that. And, uh, because I was feeling good because of the prednisone, I, I, I kept pushing on my training a little bit and, um, uh, then had a dip 
in my training for a couple months after that. Um, I'm on the wave back up, feeling pretty good. Um, had a good 36 kilo plus pull up session today at a much better pace than I did it. Um, when I did it before I came up last week, it was about a week ago. Um, getting to 30 sets took me 23 minutes and 10 seconds. Uh, I did that in 20 minutes and 43 seconds uh, right. today. So, you know, uh, I don't repeat sessions that quickly that often, but I really like that session. So I did it again, just decided to go to 30 sets, not 40. And um, so, yeah, it's been been an interesting year and just kind of uh, riding the waves. I could, uh, I remember a student of mine who was in Hawaii taking some uh, um, surfing lessons and uh, they get out there and, you know, he and he and his son and, and they're, they're they're East Coast folks, so they're out there in Hawaii. And I'm like, okay, what do we do now? And uh, the, the surfing instructor is like, whoa, whoa, we're just riding the waves, man. <laughs> like, this is this is not something. We're we're just riding the waves. Let's just sit here for a second and enjoy riding the waves. And so this year's been riding the waves. Um, so, you know, business wise, um, crazy busy. Uh, got another product filmed, got a lot of writing to do on the PDF for that. Um, get that, get that out there and, and, uh, hope maybe by the end of the year might be early 2024. Um, you know, had the first in the inaugural, uh, iron cardio workshop with you, uh, this past weekend, which, uh, went really well. And the shocking thing there was we have 25, 26 attendees and, uh, two people had read the ebook. Yeah. Um, so I think a variety of people were there to see Mike and, uh, you know, <laughs> no, could, no, could, could I'm the, I'm the, uh, I'm the, uh, I don't know. I can't think of anything really witty right now, but yeah, they were, they were there. To see <laughs> you know that. Come on. They didn't come to, you know, the Mike's MMA thing. But we had fun though. We, I was able to, to help. We had a good time. It was, it was a fun, fun workshop. And, uh, you know, certainly we'll be doing more, uh, of that, of that in the future. So, um yeah i mean that that's kind of 2024 2023 in a nutshell help i'm in a nutshell you are you are not anymore though <laughs> so that's it huh <laughs> and i mean i don't know what else um yeah that's kind of it and um it's been interesting doing the podcast on a consistent basis. You know, we're, I don't know how many episodes down the road and uh, we've covered a bunch of different topics and um, it's uh, it's still fun for us to do. So um, we'll continue to do it as long as it's fun because, uh, you know, it's not, uh, this isn't business. This is, uh, this is fun and, and some promotion and, and uh, opportunity to connect uh, with an audience out there and uh, try to get some information out there uh, to, to paraphrase Groucho March, Marx, who said, these are my principles. If you don't like them, I have others. Uh, these are our opinions. If you don't like them, we have others. And we'll continue to share those in the next uh, season. How about you? Yeah. 2023 in review, go. <laughs> oh, great. <laughs> um, I can honestly say that as far as personal growth, uh, this last year has been uh I feel like I've grown personally uh, in my ability to to be a father and a and a business owner a ton, and I think that's been uh, mainly due to the fact that I've been, you know, I've been going to counseling uh, ever since my cancer diagnosis, and uh, that has been 
the best decision I've ever made as, as far as sorting through that stuff. Um, you know, obviously the, the, the diagnosis was the thing that brought it on. Right. Cause that's a big thing, but at the same time, um, you know, there's some other, uh, there's some other things, there's always things to work on. And, uh, you know, I look at this last year as a, a really significant journey on trying to be a better version of myself. And, uh, you know, I, I think looking back at the year and, 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 you know, looking at how my diagnosis, my cancer diagnosis, uh, sort of impacted my ability to, uh, to live. I think it was, I was in survival mode for so long that now I'm, I'm not saying that I'm not thinking that way, but, you know, between having the pandemic and then right after the pandemic, I got pretty much diagnosed. So it was like four years of just craziness almost. And that was literally just survival mode. So it feels like now I'm, I'm back at that point where I can grow again, uh, versus just survive. And that, that's something that feels nice. Um, you know, uh, it's, it's, it's really, challenging and it's really unique, but at the same time, it's something that I, uh, I look forward to the growth. Um, it's not easy. It's the hardest thing I've ever done, but at the same time, I know it's necessary to become a, you know, better dad and a better husband and, and all that other stuff. And, uh, you know, it's important to me because, um, it, I think recently I've, I've started to realize how much, how much being around for, for the family is really, really important. And I remember a long time ago, I still remember this, Brett, you said, when I, when I asked you about teaching and, and traveling and, and doing all that stuff, and you said, what are you willing to miss? And I still ask myself that. And, uh, you know, I don't want to miss anything with the kids. They're going to, they're going to be getting, they're going to be, before you know it, those little blonde pain in my butts are going to be, you know, <laughs> off to college and I'm going to be missing them. So, you know, I made the decision to change my schedule and change my focus from a, from a sort of passion standpoint. And, uh, you know, I, I spent 12 years focusing on fighters and training fighters. And that meant driving to Boston, you know, several nights at the, in the early days, going to sit Yatong and, and doing the nighttime stuff, because, you know, seeing fighters is a, is a, it's a nighttime sport going to the fights and late nights and stuff like that. And, you know, uh, I'm not at that point anymore. And, and, uh, you know, I'm spending all my time, uh, working with kids and, and helping my own kids and, and working with lacrosse. And that's been sort of my new passion. So I'm going to be spending a lot of time, just all things lacrosse. So if you, uh, if you look at my personal page and, and, and a lot of the stuff that I'm going to be doing, it's going to be, uh, it's going to be focused on lacrosse and, uh, you know, it's, uh, it's not just about the sport when I was sick. Um, that, that was the sport that my son clung to. He was always thinking about it and practicing. And so for me, it's about, uh, his ability to find something he loved and find a way to distract himself in a healthy way when I was going through my stuff. And, uh, so for him, it's not just about lacrosse for me. It's not just about lacrosse. This was like what my kid did when I was sick and it was such a beautiful thing. And it was such a, the sport gave so much to him. So for me, it's just like, I got to give back any way that I can. And, uh, I'm obsessed with it and I love it, but I'm going to, I'm not going to miss those games. I'm going to, I'm going to go to those practices. So that's what I'm going to focus on. So it's been a crazy year. And along that with, with, with business, man, I, I'm, I'm always doing crazy stuff. I always have my mind going, um, I'm always going to work hard, but I'm changing, you know, I'm changing the way that I do things. My, my main goal at this point is to develop the best coaches I can at, uh, at SOS. We have an amazing team and I'm so grateful for these guys. And, uh, I want SOS to be even better. I want to provide a better work environment. Not that we're bad, but I want to create an, a work environment where these guys can grow and have fun. And, you know, I have high expectations for this team, but at the same time, I'm really excited about what 2024 is going to bring as far as for, for SOS. And uh, honestly, just trying to, I, I need to learn to, to ride the waves a little bit because I am an absolute maniac that will just go, go, go. And I can work. 
I was saying to this to my therapist the other day, I said, I can work eight hours and feel like I've done nothing because it's only two o'clock. And it's a weird thing when you work from six to two and you're like, man, this is a half day. So for me, I got to learn to ride those waves because like eight hours to me seems like a part-time job. And it's just a weird, <laughs> weird way to look at work. But you know, that's how I was raised. My dad had two jobs his entire life. I didn't see him much and he was working two, two jobs. So like for me, work, 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 work. So, but I also realized just working all the time um, can have some, some uh, negative aspects of it as well. So trying to learn to ride the waves. I'm not that great at it, but I'm trying. So yeah, it's, it's been a big year, man. It's been a big year, but I'm looking forward to the growth. It's, uh, it's, it's been a lot of fun, but it's, uh, it's been, it's been a lot. If I'm being brutally honest with you. <laughs> yeah. Um, and, and, you know, and listening to you made me kind of think, you know, for myself, um, I can remember as we were working with the counselor years ago and, and, uh, she kind of, she spun me right around into the corner she wanted me to be in. And, uh, you know, ask me a bunch of questions. And then the, the question was, well, you know, what's, what's the role of a husband and a father? And immediately out of my mouth shot the word work. And there it is in a nutshell. So I, I, um, I, I definitely get what you're saying when you're like eight hours or, you know, you're, I don't pick up a computer on a weekend to do four or five hours of work. It's like, well, I, I feel like I'm cheating. Um, so, and then medically, like this year has been interesting, um, prior to cancer, prior to February, 2020, I mean, even when I had the melanoma, I, you know, I had the melanoma diagnosis and I think I shocked my doctor when she called me to, to tell me about the, the melanoma and, uh, my response was, okay, what do we do now? Like, how do we handle this? Like, it wasn't, oh my God, I have cancer. It was okay. What do we do? How, how do we handle this? And that one was easy. That was an excision and sentinel node biopsy and, you know, whatnot. But, uh, you know, the, after the the second diagnosis and treatment and, uh, you know, I, I appreciate people who train and do things to push and find their limits. I don't need to do that. Uh, my limits have been defined for me and they're nowhere near as far away as I thought they were. Um, and so I've, I've had that dose of reality. And, uh, this year was, uh, colonoscopy time, which you know a thing or two about. Um, so had one in February, found a 25 millimeter mass, had to have that removed by a flex sig in March, just had my six month follow-up, waited a week to um, to get the uh, pathology back, which was clear, uh, precancerous and follow-up colonoscopy in three years because I am high risk. Um, and so it's been... Um, a little more, you know, we talk about scanxiety and, and things like that. So it's been a little more of that window into, and this, this stuff is stressful. Um, and uh, it's, it, it's on your mind, whether you think it is or not. And, um, but yet I've also had the opportunity to, um, I was talking with a gentleman who was going through throat cancer treatment earlier in the year. I just talked to another gentleman that's uh, in the middle of his treatment and struggling with some, with some things. And, you know, all those opportunities to just try to give back and, and try to uh, try to help. I mean, anybody that's in the Cancer Survivors Club or on the way into it, which nobody wants to join, but you're damn glad to be in it. Um, you know, th those are things that uh, I'll be making time for and uh, looking for in, in the future. So, um, yeah, been a been an interesting year. Still, I'm 
still in counseling myself and, you know, working with, uh, um, it's, it's always good when you're working with your counselor and you, you tell her, a, you know, whatever story. And she goes, what? <laughs> Seriously? <laughs> like, yeah. yeah, doesn't everybody do that? Um, so yeah, it's, uh, yeah, 2023. Who knew? Yeah. And, and you know what, that, that, we don't have a huge platform, um, but you know, I think this is a good opportunity to just uh, just quickly discuss men's health and, and mental health because, um, you know, I, I think there's a big stigma about men, you know, seeking out therapy or counseling. And um, uh, like you said, you know, it's not about being tough. Um, you know, tough, tough is tough is you know different for everybody, and we all go through tough stuff. But uh, at the same time, you know, I I think that as men, we can, we can be, we can, there's nothing wrong with being tough, but at the same time, we can be, we can have all of the attributes that make us a good individual. Um, and you know, it, it doesn't make you a wimp or a sissy. If you need a little bit of extra help, I would rather all my friends have someone to talk to you than do something dumb, right? Because all it takes is the ability to listen. And, 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 and a lot of the times that's all it is. It just, it's an, it's an ear, right? It's just the ability to listen, but, um, yeah, it's, uh, you know, it's, it's really important for people to, to seek out the advice of people that they trust. And, you know, same thing with like counselors, therapists, it may take a little bit of time to find the right one, but at the same time, it's important that, um, you, you find someone that you trust and, and same thing with your friendship circles, right? I think it's important that you have people that you can really open up to, and then people that are going to give it to you straight, right? They're going to be, they're going to be honest with you and they're going to give it to you. And they're going to tell you when you're being an idiot and they're going to support you when you're doing well. And I think that's, that's the good stuff, right? So, you know, as, as far as, um, you know, that it's so important in my mind that, um, men not be afraid to, you know, talk about what's going on. I would rather see that than someone have post-traumatic stress or, you know, have crippling depression or anxiety. It's just, it's not worth it. So, I mean, you know, you'd be surprised that when you give someone the opportunity, you show them that you care, you'd be amazed at how much just authentically listening, uh, how, how much that can do for someone. So, uh, you know, I, I'm not trying to play a psychologist or counselor here, but, um, you know, having someone that you can use that will support you and that will give you good advice is never a bad thing. 100%. I think that uh, we're, we're making strides in, in this direction. Um, and, and I would pair to that, um, you know, training is uh, men's sauna and corporate sauna, um, you know, sound mind, sound body. Um, I think that uh, the ability you know, for me, like I'll use today as an example, like I, yesterday got away from me. There was no training that, that occurred. Um, obviously I was very busy traveling on Friday, uh, filming on Saturday, teaching on Sunday, getting back home yesterday, got away from me this morning, man, a window opened up and I hit a session, felt really good in the session. And, and that's, that's part of my therapy. That, that is part of my self-care. Uh, a much ballyhooed uh, term these days, but uh, a, a very true one. And uh, I think finding something that you enjoy um, and that you can stick with, you know, realizing as I got there to film the video and, and things like that, like I'm, I'm now three years plus down the road of, of really focused, dedicated work on, on iron cardio. Yeah. Um, some of the most consistent training I've ever done really. And uh, part of that is not, traveling 30 times a year, uh, <laughs> that, that helps. That, it helps. And, uh, 
so yeah, I, I, I think that, uh, you know, just, a that combo and, and having those friendships and, and accessing a professional, um, and it's all really, really important. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so let's see, um, as we sort of close out the end of the year, Brett, what advice would you give? We'll, we'll kind of put it in two buckets. What advice would you give individuals just looking to, you know, whether it's maintain or start a healthy lifestyle? That's that's number one. And then number two, coaches. For coaches, uh, we, we have a lot of people that listen to us. What advice would you, would you give um, strength and conditioning coaches over this next sort of month or so as the holidays come in? So I think for the individual um, who's looking to get started or restart, um, you got to know where you are right now. Um, I would recommend getting a movement screen. I would work with a coach. I would, uh, you know, strong first certified instructor, uh, FMS professional, you know, get, get, get a solid footing, know where you are. Um, I don't know if it's Yogi Berra sounds like a Yogi Berra quote, but, uh, if you don't know where you're going, any road will get you there, uh, sort of thing. Um, you know, that, that, that's the biggest thing. You know, I was talking to somebody the other day about uh, nutritional strategies, and I'm like, well, "Keep a food diary. Get 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 back to me in two weeks after you've kept your food diary, because um, I don't know what to recommend to you right now. Like, yeah. you could be doing 95 percent awesome, and five percent needs a little tweak. Could be five percent awesome, and 95 percent of it needs a tweak. I I won't know." Yeah. Un until we we look at a food diary. So I think for for that purpose, um, first piece of advice is find out where you are, because that's going to tell you where you're going to go. Um, and then enjoy what you're doing. If exercise is torture to you, you're doing the wrong form of exercise. <laughs> yeah. And I, if it's not kettlebells, it's not kettlebells. Like I, I have students that have never touched a kettlebell. Um over the years. And so find something you enjoy. Now, I think if you work with a good coach and you have a good progression, uh, the journey to strength is and should be one of the most affirming and positive things that, that you can do. Um, I think for the fitness professional, um, uh, shake yourself out of the, you know, kind of the same thing. I would work with a coach, work with a fellow professional, a mentor, um, find out where you are, look at where you want to go, connect those dots, see, uh, see where you want, where you want to go. Um, you know, if, if the dream has been to do some writing, why aren't you writing? If the dream has been to do X, Y, Z, P, Q, wh whatever, like, Let's find out why that is. Maybe, maybe turn the end of the year into a little bit of introspection. Um, you know, I had threatened for years to write a book and things finally coalesced post-cancer and with iron cardio and, and, uh, getting, getting that out there. And, um, that's, that's been a, been a good thing for me. Yeah. Um, and, um, uh, yeah, I think that's, yeah. I like it. I like it. Where are you? Where are you? <laughs> Got to know. Yeah. And, and to sort of, I think, you know, to sort of put a bow on it, I think for, for the individual looking to get fit, um, remember it's a journey. So trying to dive right in and do it all at once 
it will not work. It is a journey that will never end. Fitness should be something that you start and that never ends until it's your last breath, right? It should be a part of your life. I was talking to one of my uh, my fighters the other day and we were talking about, I said, you know, fitness and health should be like, be sh- almost like brushing your teeth every day. It's just part of your day. It's just part of your daily routine. You shouldn't, you know, you should try to just put it in where you can. So it's almost non-negotiable unless something crazy comes up. But um, I think if you are starting, just just start easy, right? Not too many people can just flip a switch. It's usually a process. And the process may look like once a week to start. And then maybe it'll get to, you know, one week you go twice, right? And maybe the rest of the month you only go once. But, you know, the key is, you know, try to find a way to, to be as consistent as you can and just be patient and, and and just commit to the journey. Don't commit to the class. You know what I'm saying? Or don't commit to the session. I think that's super, super important. And understand that if you are starting at a new gym in the first month, everything is new, new environment, new people new this, new that. It's going to take time just to get acclimated, right? A new routine. So be patient with yourself. It's going to take time. So uh, that's that's the biggest piece of advice I would recommend for for people that are just looking for a gym. And, and then obviously, you know, try to find a gym that has uh, a good reputation and a quality reputation with people who care and people who look at health and fitness as a career, not as a job, because I think it's very, very different to understand that, you know, anybody can get a job in this world, but people that have careers are going to be much better at that, uh, what they do. So I think that's super important to, uh, to understand. And then, uh, for the fitness professional, um, find your why I would just say, as you get to the end of the year, right, it's busy for everybody. I want you to think about why you got into health and wellness or fitness for the first, in the first place. Like, why did you decide, Hey, I want to become a coach. And I want you to sort of think about why you're doing that. What is your goal? Find your why, right? And then once you find your why, you can start sort of determining what what's a what's a solid direction for you to go. But it's always going to come back to why did you choose to do this? And um, when in doubt, go back to the old mission statement or finding your why. And and a lot of the times that will bring you some some clarity that perhaps you didn't have before. So, but uh, you know, it's a uh, all i got for now but it's been a fun year man and we uh i don't know how many episodes deep or how many thousands i remember at one point we had over sixty thousand listens so that's pretty cool but um look we're having fun we're gonna do this uh this is a low pressure thing for us we look forward to chatting every week and uh having a good time and um yeah so guys if you want to um if you want to reach out to us shoot us a message you can always uh you can find me on instagram at coach mike perry and uh brett yours is at brett jones sfg correct uh, let me look real quick, but yeah, I'm pretty sure, <laughs> I'm pretty sure that's it. I, I don't even remember on my own. Uh, yeah. Brent Jones, SFG. Yeah, there at, you go. So you can Brent shoot Jones us uh, you know, shoot us a message or if you just want to, you know, you want to, uh, Hey, you want to be a guest? Uh, we'll, we'll check with our department. No, honestly, look, if you guys want to talk shop, we could find some time to talk shop. We're, you know, the, the application process only takes four to five hours. So, uh, basically and then you like, got to, hey. you got to make it through the review team and we've yeah. got our research team and then there's legal, legal yeah. get, getting through the legal team is really, really tough. But besides that, once you get through the rigorous process, uh, you'll, you'll, you'll get a letter in the mail, uh, six months later, determining whether or not you've been accepted to the podcast. Um, anyways, Brett, it's been a fun one, man. And, uh, been a good year and guys we're going to see you in uh in january of 2024 um we've got some new stuff coming and some new ideas and uh we appreciate you guys and uh jones anything else you want to uh send them off with um yeah definitely look forward to 2024 and getting another season started um 
definitely don't be afraid to reach out, throw an idea out there for a podcast, something you'd like us to, uh, to chat about. Uh, um, and just uh, enjoy the holiday season. Yeah. Um, and I'm not one of those people that gets all like, there's a lot of different holidays that happen between here and, and the new year. That's why it's called the holiday season, which is why wishing somebody a happy holiday season is a good thing to do. Um, so don't get all freaking nutso about it. Uh, but in take some time, take some time, ride the waves, enjoy some time with friends and family. Um, it, it's, you can get so busy taking care of what's urgent. You miss what's important. Love it. Well, we are going to leave it at that. Uh, friends, thank you so much. We had a fun year. Um, we truly appreciate your support and if you enjoyed this, do us a huge favor, share it with friends, families, colleagues, and you can also give us a positive review on whatever platform you're listening to. Uh, you guys are the best. Thank you so much. And, uh, we appreciate you and we'll see you next year. Hey friends, thanks so much for listening. If you enjoyed this podcast, we're going to ask you for a favor. Please leave us some positive reviews. Be sure to subscribe and share with your friends, family, and colleagues. Thanks again for listening to the Minimum Effective Dose Podcast.